We did it. We went and saw Evil Dead Rise, and as promised, we are going to talk about it. This is episode number 94 of the Red River Horror Podcast. We're not going to waste any time, so let's get into it. Episode number 94, sit back, relax, and join us down those channels of fear. Here we go. Episode number 94 of the Red River Horror Podcast. I am your host, Joe Zakreski, joined by RedRiverHorror.com founder, Eddie Kayazo. Hey, Ed, how are you? Joe, I'm doing fantastic. Ed. How are you? Oh, I'm great. And we got Steve Feast over here. Hello, Steve. part three. Yeah, hey. so just right before we get into talking about it, I just want to bring up something that happened before the movie started, which was the trailers to the movie with some pretty good, solid trailers. I think so. I, I enjoyed ahead, so. I, I enjoyed the trailers. Yeah. I, I did. I have not watched a lot of trailers recently unless it is something that is very very blockbustery so i didn't know there was a new wes anderson so just yeah. learn that the what, what was it called stray yes, just, the comedy of the dogs yes, strays. yeah strays yeah starring will ferrell <laughs> and jamie fox some foul mouth that looks fun yeah. looks like a good time it was a red band trailer which yeah. is mm-hmm. always nice to see in on a big screen yeah uh the big seller though were the two horror trailers in there the blackening which just looks fantastic <laughs> that looks really good i think really... it looks really great a yeah i, I don't want to say a original idea because it's definitely pulling some tropes but it feels in the vein of a cabin of the woods type of oh yeah parody ish uh, understands what it's supposed to be which but also feels original well, i, I it, like it. it it just the trailer answers the question is who dies first when it's normally the black person who dies first yeah who, and who <laughs> you're all who's the blackest yeah, of who's you? the blackest <laughs> <laughs> oh man so um great looking uh killer in that like yeah. a mix of like saul jumanji cabin horror um whoever came up with that i mean I'm, I'm looking forward to great it. Great concept. Pretty, pretty great brilliant. Concept. And then, uh, what was the other one? There was one other horror trailer in there that looked okay. Oh, gosh. the Because um, um, it came literally right after. It was an A24 film. Uh, yeah. Talk talk to me? Talk, talk to, to the, me. Yeah. Talk to the hand? Talk to <laughs> me, I think it was. <laughs> it, no, there no. was a hand and some British people, I think, or maybe Australian people. I think people. Australian. Okay. Uh, let's see. A24 horror film. It comes out in July. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it didn't <laughs> look too bad. I mean, the, the premise felt very... Very like Bloody Mary, just kind of your traditional, this is a legend that exists in this town. Very, very straightforward in that. It's a hand that they hold on to that has like a bunch of writing all over it. Mm -hmm. And then when you hold it, you say some sort of words Mm -hmm. and it puts you into some other world. I I caught that there's something about 90 seconds in there. There's some sort of so, some sort of trope in there of like you know, but you can only stay under for ninety seconds. Yeah, you know, some something of that nature, and then you know went into this is the best feeling she ever had in her life. It it it, it seemed original enough, very very a twenty four. Yeah, very much a twist on like the monkey's paw with some original or your yeah. originality thrown in there. Yeah. Yes, and uh, talk you, to me. Yeah, talk to me. So so lead up into uh, Evil Dead Rise. So we can jump yes. right into that when we talk about um, not we'll we'll do boats at the end. But I was kind of gauging yeah. my boats as the movie was going on. Yeah. Uh, so we'll just start with the uh, before the credits started rolling. Uh, great start. I agree. I I also agree. I like I, that we started 
at the cabin mm-hmm. and it just kind of felt like evil dead we were at a cabin not the cabin mm-hmm. and it had the aesthetic it had the aesthetic it had just that that feeling and it you know i i, I guess my biggest problem with it was we didn't get to how does this tie in until the very end which i i'm maybe gonna guess is how they set up a sequel not to jump all the way to the end of the movie but it, it it's where the tie-in yeah, comes in that, that's Should the challenge when the movie this beginning of the movie is a pickup from where it where it ends so like normally that would have been like a cut scene yeah and yeah, so yeah. the cut scene was the opening scene um so anybody who's listening if you haven't seen it be prepared because it's gonna it's all spoilers. spoiler heavy all i was gonna spoilers. say that's what we should probably tr- trigger warning people oh man i just got really hot on the mic oh yeah uh, tr- and we got the pop filter and all that stuff the windscreen all that fun yeah, stuff yeah. uh but yes uh from here on out if you have not seen evil dead rise well stay Don't subscribed listen, but, but turn <laughs> this off <laughs> yeah. or li- or listen and then you know what you're getting in for yep. yeah so so all right guys the oh so You've been warned. One, two, three. Yes. So Joe, Steve, and I were just talking about the opening scene in the movie, uh, and that comes around at the end. We have to figure out, though, what the hell just happened. But Steve, you're right. We started a cabin. The aesthetic's there. They're at the lake. Holy crap. Someone's not feeling good. They're not looking good. And wow, uh, what a beginning to this film. Yeah, very traditional Evil Dead feel to it. Um, so it's like, you know, getting that captured into it. And then here we go. We're going to Los Angeles. I guess that's, you know, inner city LA is where they live. Very, very hipster type living. They yeah, tried to. Little it, hipster it was, family it was vibe. Very, it was very odd. I, I don't. That That is the biggest, my biggest gripe. And maybe my only gripe with the movie is how they're introducing these characters. And then also what, like, where does this exist in in la does that kind of low how low income housing with that much space yeah like it, it was a re, it was a real nice apartment but they kept but the building about, was condemned but the building was condemned that like what really that like and it's getting torn down in a month it's getting torn down in a month you haven't put a single thing in boxes but then they did cover that quick with a a one-off line of I, you can sleep on the couch, but I got to pack in the morning. So it's like, all right, she's starting tomorrow. I right. I, I guess that makes sense. Yeah. There's plenty of those cinema sins that are in there, um, especially one of any movie. It always bothers me. It's like, it's dinner time. They're hungry. And this was before anything really starts happening. Yeah. Is they're coming. The kids go out to get the pizza and they come back and... You know, none of the action started yet, but they dropped the pizzas. They didn't bother to pick them up and bring them. They looked fine. Man, they were probably they fine. fine. They looked fine. But they it's like, hey, it we, we're just we'll just skip dinner this evening. Yep. I know, and that's something I think that's very important because <laughs> it didn't. Uh, once we get past that big opening. Um, yes, we experience what we know of the Evil Dead, and just to set this up visually, they, it, it is like a high rise. There, there's a bottom level, as you can imagine, a parking garage type level of this structure, mm-hmm. and they're on what seems like it. I think it, they're they're on the top floor. They are on the top floor. Yeah. It's a thirteenth floor. No. Yeah. I oh, think, I didn't I take think note of that. Was it 14? I think it might have been the 14th floor. But would that be the real... F- might be 14th. 13th floor. See what I, I mean? So, so, but, but the thing I is, you're know. right. So, the, the writer-director, Lee Cronin, he's from Ireland. So, I don't know his live experience. I don't... Like, I know this film was shot in New Zealand. So, is this... It, 
any kind of thing that he was trying to relate to, okay, are we supposed to feel that this family doesn't have much? And it's like, you know, the, the slum lords are tearing this place down and ruining these people's lives. Yeah, or something. I, like, I didn't quite I, I, know I where kinda, we were supposed I kinda to be. I kind of got lost in that for a bit. Yeah. So, and it, and it was all very tropey. The, the mom's a tattoo artist that maybe right. isn't very good. And she's well, making her like own she was, gun. Yeah, out of a sewing machine. The, the, the sister is... Is like is pregnant, but she's a lead singer of a band. Maybe you don't know, but for whatever reason, she was on tour and she was doing a, a test, and like it came through with the weirdest trouble. Like, hey, do you know where the strats at? The one, yeah, the one that I won last night in arm wrestling contest. And it's like, yeah, of course, it's where it always is, strung up in the back. And it's like, well, wait, hold on, you wore, you won this last night. It just everything felt too. Uh, they're trying to establish these characters and they didn't need to do that much to establish no, a backstory. Pretty much. That that is what it felt like to me. Yeah. And there's there's a lot of like quick fluff. Yeah. That was unnecessary. I'm uh, going to the protest tomorrow, Mom. Where's it, my yeah. favorite black t shirt that I protest in? What it was like a it was forced not th- without an adult. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> Susie's dad's taking us. Well, all right, then I guess maybe if you forgot that to tell me that, you forgot to look in the hamper. You, you know where the washing machine is. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, son is blasting. Yeah. <laughs> blasting music he's, in an apartment building where yeah. it's like the neighbors are like, oh, well, that's just what he does. Yeah. He's DJing, legit yeah. DJing for no one in one room of this apartment on a floor. It, it, <laughs> it, it, it was very unnecessary. So we get it. They're they're an incredibly hip family. Yes. Fine. Nothing wrong with that. The best part about it is that it was an Evil Dead movie without being the Evil Dead at the same time. Yes. So, but these are like our little gripes that are coming out is like how they establish these characters. I, I, I just I mean, want to say, I want to say, and before we even get into it and before we get into boats, I really enjoyed this movie. Yeah. I... I you hearing this you're not gonna have a surprise what my boat's gonna be yeah okay but i really enjoyed this movie i'm giving some gripes because after all of this i think it <laughs> after this portion once it became the an evil dead movie <laughs> yes it was yeah. just like this is fantastic yeah it just it seemed like it was trying too hard at first yeah I agree. It's but but I actually I was listening to a few other podcasts spoiler free. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to get I, I honestly didn't want to get what it was about, like what we're cause I was pretty green going in, to be sure. perfectly honest. But mm-hmm. I did want to get some people that uh I respected like their opinion on what they thought of it. And I never thought of this. There was one podcast I was listening to, I think it was the Halloweenies. Mm-hmm. Is what and what they said was you have shout to out think to the Halloweenies. Yeah, shout out to the Halloweenies. I think you have to look at it as when you go in to see a movie like Warner Brothers, which owns New Line, they released this in theaters. So who's the market? Well, of course, it's the Evil Dead fans, the P ones as we call them in radio, like you, me, uh, like us three here. Mm-hmm. But also, if you're taking your girlfriend out on a Friday night on a date and you've never seen any Evil Dead movie, it has to kind of awesome. grab them as well. So like that. That's the kind of audience, if you're saying this is going to theaters first, then you have to expect some kind of welcome to to what we're uh, familiar with. I'll, br- I'll bring it into my world. I look at it as if you're right right now uh, in the wrestling world, A&E is doing biographies and they're doing these bios. They come on Sunday night and 
it is just any biography, just like you would have any biography of, you know, whoever, JFK, sure. whatever. So, I watch these and it's like, oh my God, I know these stories. I know this shit. It's, I don't want to hear, like, yeah. oh, this is repetitive. But these aren't for me. This These aren't being made for a wrestling fan. Right. These are being made for whoever was watching whatever show was on A&E <laughs> before. They were watching Pawn Stars and they're hoping that Pawn Stars marathon lets them roll right into into this and now they get that primetime bump huh. at the end of the night. Makes so sense. So I, I look at it the same way. Like you, you still have to write for the general public. Yeah. It, you have to still make something that everybody will agree with. Like yeah. like something that will I mean, not agree with, but be inviting. Like you have to invite all audiences, even yeah. though you us are going in like hyper focused on what we're like what the evil dead is, why we like it, what we like about it, the characters that we like, the stories that we like. We live in that world, but some of the people, if they're seeing, you know, an evil dead this evil dead film for the first time, they they'd be a little yeah, I mean, I think if this is your first exposure to that, I am, especially if you're like a younger horror fan, it's it's fantastic because the the thing we didn't touch on in the last two episodes is what makes it so good is the hybrid of like zombie and possession. Yes. And yeah. how it spreads very easily and they don't die easily. No. <laughs> no, it, it, it is a it. You know, I never really thought of it like that, that it like the zombie element too and how that how it spreads as it kills and 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 it doesn't always take upon everyone that it kills but like it's it's selective and and or when needed like like the two yeah. the two children and be and became becoming uh the monster that we'll talk about at the end that that really i think i think was the that's definitely the climax of the movie uh third act climax so so we so we, we get started so we started the woods we get a little introduction of the family here mm -hmm. they're going to get pizza and the sister shows up that we got a quick reference of her being out on tour or something yeah, yeah she's, she's a guitar tech yeah i, I you know whatever wants, wants to lead the road show on her own but she's taking a pregnancy test and oh my god wow. now she's got to get back to la uh -oh. yes oh to her safety net which is her sister <laughs> and her hipster family yes and this then, is a very hip family by so the way. very very hip. yes so i think she, so she's gonna tell her sister she's pregnant and but they send the kids out to go get pizza everyone leaves sisters are gonna talk as the kids are coming home, they get into the garage, and it's a, a basement garage yeah. where they're parking their car, and there is what is said to be an earthquake, or assuming it's an earthquake, believed to be an earthquake. Um, it but it could, wasn't. It's very much it, centered, because right. the, the Book of the Dead, the Necronomicon, is alive in itself, and if it knows that that building's going down, now it's setting itself up to be released. Released and discovered. So... The son, Danny, he finds a hole in the ground and uh, like, you know, you do in a horror movie, you find a hole in the ground, you're going to go in it. <laughs> oh, no and question about there's it. There's hallways down here. Yeah. No. <laughs> okay, great. There's, there'll be hallways Don't in the Don't go morning. down there. Yeah. I'm going down I'm going there. down. <laughs> Are you okay down there? Doesn't respond. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> just goes to a big chest surrounded by rosaries and other assorted crosses. Oh, yes, it, yeah, like precious uh, yeah. holy metals. Uh, yeah, this thing is whatever's in yeah, here is yeah, totally fine. Yeah, let me let me just reach in this sarcophagus that has a giant <laughs> hole in it and pull out this 
fleshbound book, or at least we under we know yeah. it, it's never mentioned that it's bound in flesh. I don't think that they said anything in like the they did uh, in it, the, when he in the plays uh, record one. So yeah. I, I did want to mention that. So this is before, important. Be, yes. Before he finds this, he does grab the records. Yeah. So before he finds the book, he grabs a bunch of old records. There's a, a picture from, I, I believe it was the 20s. Uh, it was 1923, I believe. And three nice. priests. And there was three priests. And, you know, and again, now we see all these these uh, rosaries and these crosses and, and ones that are even just nails that are, are tied together with some a little bit of, of uh, wire. There, there was even some of those crosses in there. So now he's got the book and he... Uh, nothing, nothing happens then nope. other, other than the... Not in his little journey he's, down. He's kind of hearing some things like the book's calling to him. There was cockroaches or something that like flew yeah. out. That was like the, oh, that was yeah. like the jump scare. Oh, oh, the big jump scare was a giant crucifix that falls towards that oh, falls yeah. towards him. Now, guys, real quick, when that f- crucifix falls down, did that not look like a person? Yo, yeah, yeah. I, I like think he, that was the. I think that was so the purpose. I really think they left that to the audience to say, hmm. Was that was that somebody or was it not? Because it this cruci- this person that was crucified, where you would think it's it's a symbol of Jesus that's kind of keeping this area safe, you mm. know? Yeah. But that looked real. Like that looked like a dude on there. I, yeah. I'd be interested to go back and I'm sure someone will at some point and do a little <laughs> frame by frame and yeah. Yeah. Really was break it, was that it, down. Was it one of the priests, perhaps? That's I, I maybe, don't know if I'd go yeah. that far. That's maybe. what I was thinking. Oh. Interesting. Very, but it was it was an effective jump scare. I thought it was a good jump scare, but also I I think maybe what you're getting at is like trying to warn him, like do not take this, like yep, keep this book down here because they know in the yeah. fight against good and evil that was good's last shot to say, hey, 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 don't take that. So let's start there. Like you know, a great you know a well played move. Whereas like the you know in the original Evil Dead, it's a uh, researcher and his wife out in their cabin. Yeah. Yep. And he has it and he takes it out there with him. And this one, it's an old bank in Los Angeles and the priest says everything yeah. shut off down there. Like there's no escaping this. It's like they have all that locked up. Yeah. And, and safety deposit box. Yeah. Like and that's and a bad fault. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I like that change. Uh, I thought that was really I, solid. I, I thought so. Um, yeah. I, I didn't it it didn't feel like it wasn't an Evil Dead movie because we weren't in the woods other than that beginning yep. part. Yeah. I, I felt like it, it jumped right to the new location. I had no problem with it at all the entire movie. I, I, I really like that. Yeah. And that's the thing that makes it cool is like he finds this, you know, his little adventure down there. Brings it up. Of course, they just leave the pizza behind because <laughs> they had like they had three, three pies. Pizza, three pies. They they dropped them in the jump scare um, of the earthquake. The the soda spilled. Like all right, cool. Leave this, whatever. It's the soda. The little kid's gonna drop the soda. Yeah, I get it. They dropped the pizza. They opened the box. There was like eat a little. There was like five good slices in there that were fine, and that was just the top yeah. box. Yeah. And they just left them again. Like, did you, did they at least take them to the the dumpster? Did they just leave them right in the middle? 
I don't know. Perhaps, but either way, I mean, I know if that was a situation, I'd still pick them up and bring them uh, up. But that's, that's the magic of the movies. I mean, everybody's got those gripes about the movies, especially the one where there's like the big breakfast spread and dad just <laughs> yeah. grabs a strawberry and be like, I got to go to work. <laughs> yeah. You know, that it's, it was that, that level of me like, come on. She, if you're going to do it, just don't my, write it. Mom's chain smoking later in the yeah. afternoon. Yeah. I, made, I made fucking eggs for everyone. <laughs> I think it's a movie trope where I'm just like, can we just make it more realistic where they would pick it up? Yeah. Yeah. And then the mom, then the, their mom's like, oh, the pizza's ruined. I love you guys more than pizza. And I'm like, we dropped it. Like, you didn't fucking bring it upstairs? Yeah. Still hungry. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Now well, I got to cook. What are we going to eat? <laughs> what are we What are we eating now? Yeah. So. Didn't I get a Diet Coke? Where the fuck's my Diet Coke? Yeah. <laughs> All I wanted was a Diet Pepsi. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that's just some stupid movie tropes that just, uh, that always gets me. So, yep. <laughs> flash, flash forward here. I, I don't think there's anything like of significance that happens until later in that night. And he is now going to listen to these recordings yeah. uh-huh. the dumb son is gonna be dumb so it's gonna go dj dj in his room yeah, with so these he, new records so he turns he tur- turns on the recording there's a a first one with a first recording which is labeled one and i'm assuming these are cut at like i guess they have to be cut at at like 78 because he is he, he is has speeding speed it up. yeah he yeah, has to speed up so i'm assuming it's cut at, at uh 78 because uh, he he's using turntables. He'd be able to switch it to forty five. Like he is on right. a deck, so it had to be it had to be at least like seventy eight or something. Uh, Listen to the first one, which seems to be not like not a sermon, but trying to convince other priests to let them continue to study mm-hmm. this book and like read the book and go through. Uh, the second one then is um, <laughs> hey, I'm gonna do it. I believe. And then the third... Is it the third one that finally has the the incantation on it? Uh, I think the second one is. Okay. So, the first one's the story as to what they were doing, what they found, the evil. The second one's the incantation. Because then later, with the ant, the roadie or... Groupie. Groupie or whatever the hell they are. Like, whatever whatever the hell her character is, other than the sister (laughs) in this case, she has to then... She's like, so what did you do? She's like, I played it. So, she's like, all right, well, well, let's just try the last one. Yeah. And came back. Okay. All right. So, so incantation, he tries to turn it off. It's going through the speakers. Doesn't stop. It doesn't stop. (laughs) He turns it off. Doesn't stop. Can't pull off the the tone arm. Can't do any of that. Does not stop. And, and with that, we get that classic evil dead shot of the, the unseen coming in. I was gonna say I was I was gonna look over at you, Steve. I when the the camera started coming into the uh, well, I, I did like that. The, we didn't mention it, but the movie did start that way as well. It did, but but it was a swerve because it wasn't the unseen. It was a drone shot, and yep. it was the, it yeah. was a guy doing a drone. But it was nice to to start that movie with the unseen camera. It was a nice little twist on yeah. it to get yeah. it started. Yeah. So the unseen comes up and is coming to the elevator while the mother was going to wash clothes, I believe. Mm-hmm. I, I'm assuming that the laundry so, yeah, is in the was, basement. She was going down to start the laundry and yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, it, it comes and it finds That her would be a first. pain in the ass. I guess, I guess as the daughter where she's like, you know where the washer is? Yeah. Like, yeah, in the fucking basement. <laughs> right. We're on the 14th floor. Like, mom, you were going to do wash. I, I 
I gave this to you to do. Like, yes. Yeah, let me go down there and that's probably coin op. Like, <laughs> let me go down there and, and waste $2 to wash this one shirt. Anywho, going to the protest. The elevator doors open and the unseen just get food. Bye bye, mommy. Yes. <laughs> and mommy and mommy gets destroyed in this elevator. Yeah, yeah, I mean, on a level of what if there was modern technology of what they could do with the trees in the original. Oh yeah, they did that with the elevator in this, and mm-hmm. my god, they just beat the piss out of her. Yeah. Um, and, and then my ba- bound all her arms yeah and, and and it was i mean they do this in in the other movies as well as it's flipping to the different pages of mm-hmm. someone you know bound in flesh you know and then she has a very similar look and she is tied up with these the cables of the elevator the the cable car you know yeah. cable pieces all that good stuff and then mommy mommy gets back up to the the top <laughs> and as uh, she leaves the she leaves the elevator and comes in first, right? Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she and she doesn't uh, she doesn't turn immediately. Nope. Just well, despite not having much to eat, she throws up a lot. Oh yes, <laughs> sure okay. does. Very Evil Dead fashion there. Yeah, I forgot. Okay, so that yeah, that's kind of the next next uh, piece there. That that big throw up. <laughs> so yeah, a little bit a little bit slapsticky going on there as well, which I which I liked. Yeah, that's... without being too so over. I mean, you looked at me as soon as like we we left. Um, you know, I was just like my concern going into it was I'm like I don't think it's gonna have the same like gore or weird stuff like that. That didn't feel like it was gonna have that vibe. Uh, it did. It kept. It lived up to that. It did not shy yeah. away from any odd yeah. fluids just leaving bodies that no. aren't normally found in bodies. I would say it's a ga- it was a gallon a minute movie. Yeah, I mean, it, it it kept going. Um, you know, there there's a, there was a lot of fun elements that came through here uh devin devin uh shout out to our friend devin milbrand yeah he went to see this as well uh, as well as uh mrs red river horror (laughs) and he he made mention of a couple of the checkoff guns that that came through so like the the neighbor who shows up with a shotgun later you know and it's Uh of course the shotgun gets used they they grab the chainsaw and the chainsaw gets used there's the the wood chipper downstairs and you make no notice of that and all all these you know things that come in it's like all right it's great they we get these good scares but um it i feel like there's not a lot of plot movement between like no, and I, like to your to your point, it's like that's the thing. Like with the shotgun, is like, oh, because of the earthquake, it's like, oh, we got the and the steps. The steps are wrecked. Oh uh, yeah, so that's the other. So they introduced the shotgun because the one neighbor's is like, I'm just gonna go grab my shotgun. We'll blast the lock off of that empty apartment. So yeah, we there's an fire em- that, I guess yes. Yeah, so so that's the that's the whole plot really, of what we're trying yeah, to do. Really highlights empty- that tr- that tree truck down there. There's it's. It's it's little setup, little setup, little setup, yep. little setup, and then it kicks into gear. So you're really not waiting too long. Like it, oh, it opens up with a bang, and you're not waiting too long to get into the uh, the Evil Dead mode. Um, and we're going over. It's just like Jesus. Like it's going to be an apartment building. I didn't like. Is it going to be multiple floors? No, it was just all one floor. One floor, the top floor, which is perfect. The elevator's right. busted. Can't go up. 
And the stairs Steps are, are out. Can't go down. Yeah. <laughs> so we're all trapped up there. Yeah. Um, and they introduced like the side characters. So you had like the two boys that wanted to hang out with the the daughter. Yep. Um, yep. And then you had the neighbor with his shotgun and smoking his cigarettes with reckless yeah. abandon. Doesn't matter if he's in the common area. He's going to do it in uh, your apartment yeah. if he feels like. Yeah, he doesn't give a shit. He doesn't give a shit. <laughs> and then you have the 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 good guy with his wife Peter and yeah, kind of the. Oh my gosh! I'll drive you. Can it, I borrow your car? How about I drive you? If they had another half hour to fill, there probably would have been some sort of love story background between him and the <laughs> yeah. him and the mom or, or the uh, basically the the um, yeah, protagonist think, uh, the the dead. If you gave it to Eli Roth, they would have banged. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, leave it. That would have been set up at the beginning as well. They would have banged. So now he also has some sort of feeling commitment to this this woman. So then we can also bring bring it back at one point where he's gonna shoot her or something, and then you know he doesn't because that's you know the girl that he banged once you know four days ago. Yep. So well, thankfully they didn't do that. Yeah, I agree. The, yeah. There was there was no love interest, but yeah, yeah, we're just laying out the characters here. He was just a guy. It was he just, was just a guy. There. He it just happened just to get caught up in all this crap. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, unfortunately. He had his eye eaten out. Yeah, that, so so really, it's just going through, like, what what is the coolest kill that then happened? Yeah, I mean, well, you got to give credit, like, the first, you know, the mom is the first one to be, infe- we'll say infected, possessed, whatever. Yeah. Um, just the way she walks back into the apartment is like, when, you know, nobody else notices. She does that hard left right into the kitchen, fires up the stove, and just starts chucking eggs yeah. into a skillet um so it's like a great setup into like the first you know madness the very first weirdness. one yeah um my concern like i'm just like ah oh, crap it's all the kids and like i was like there's no way they can all survive is it like so i so I, so i think i i noticed this as well that there were it was only a very heavy protagonist and there wasn't a good antagonist like or uh, excuse me the other way around it was all the antagonists it's just the dead there's no protagonist good guy like other than the sister towards the end but like she really didn't come around until the end and i still wasn't even sold on her being like the hero of the story i don't think there was any sort of hero no it was just all the the dead yeah uh, you know the book of the dead coming and yeah torturing and tormenting like which which was a little bit difficult for me to like really root for anyone to win i i think is well i'll i'll put it this way one thing that i'm gonna throw in is like probably the biggest negative for me throughout the whole movie it's like everything's like cruising there's one character that i just wish wasn't in it as at all and i would have been a lot probably singing sing more praises for it i just thought it was unnecessary and dumb and i just the one thing i didn't care for Mm -hmm. and so and that's the the youngest one i had a feeling okay i had a feeling you weren't it's just like there's no reason for her yeah like like easily could have been written out and left out like i don't understand just it was just added to try and build up beth as a protagonist uh, yeah, as a, as for a, no reason yeah. it did, didn't really need to be there um even like the whole pregnancy trope was more for her to leave tour and go to her sister's house yeah hmm. um 
So just I, little, I, little. I just, it's not even like a you know. Well, you know, it's a female lead. I just didn't think it was a good, no. a good lead character at all. You're gonna be a good mom someday because you know how to lie to kids. It's like okay, <laughs> yeah, that was a little. It would have been better. So like, take that little person out of there, and then it's just the two shithead teens. Yeah, right. Yeah. And then it works like a million times better. Hmm. Um, so she, that's she, is, she is Beth is top build in in the movie. I think pretty clearly that's that's what ends up happening. I, to me, I, I to me, I think Ellie as as the uh, unseen deadite esque you know thing. I think she carries the movie more than than Beth. Yeah, personally, I, I mean, know. I was really, really, really hoping that that little one at the end was going to like turn and kill Beth and that would have been the end of it. Um, because like my favorite thing about the first one is that no one survives. Yeah. Right. Yeah, as yeah, far yeah. as you know. Yeah. Um, so I, this one fell into that old gaff of like little kid lives and an adult lives and they're going to be like, everything's going to be okay. I'm like, God damn it so th- i had a feeling that they because the thing is if you are making a wide you knew release, it was gonna happen it's like yeah, yeah. The, the, the the good guy has to win in some way i yes. know yes. you know that's why i was so, hoping the little per- little girl yeah would have, like turned yeah, yeah her that would have been so, that been something cool. crazy like that so she comes back she collapses she she throws up they they take her they end she ends up out in the hallway and this is i i, I really enjoyed this peephole shot that they they kept doing. So the, yeah, too. The, I agree with that. The people, the people was great. So she is just destroying all the neighbors. Yeah. Uh, Ellie, the the deadite. So she's destroying all the neighbors in the hallway. That's how the gun gets out there. the The neighbor gets his eyeball eaten off, which which was a <laughs> which was a great slapsticky thing. She eats the guy's eyeball, spits it out, and, and then goes <laughs> goes, down, goes down another uh, guy's throat. And he chokes on it to death. Yeah. <laughs> That was very like Evil Dead Two. Oh yes, absolutely. Yeah. Very, very good. Without being like too over the top, and it, it's still like it didn't take me out. It just go, yeah, it's an Evil Dead movie. <laughs> so uh, she's locked out the entire time, and they're just inside. They're trying to figure out what can we do, how can we, um, how can we get through this. Beth, the daughter is now ends up being possessed at this point right so the mom ellie she tackles her at one point has that uh tattoo needle yes gets her own blood into (laughs) it and then you know got it nice and close that eyeball shot that's enough to almost got it yeah an unrated version we might get that yeah we also got that great she tattoos she tattoos her deadite blood into uh the daughter's cheek we got we got that that one spot with the um cheese grater to the shin to the back to of the, the shin the yeah half. yeah yeah but like the best great. the good like you know traditional evil dead that was thrown in there was with that cheek scratch how it started doing the like the shattered yeah, glass kind of yep. little, little black line yeah yeah spider web out so so Alyssa sutherland's the mom by the way and she was very very creepy in She's the makeup great. yes like i was the way she was talking to the daughter and that peephole shot that was that was pretty cringy like that that it was creepy that'll raise you know, your raise your uh, oh what is it arm hair give you goosebumps yeah, the <laughs> yeah no she was she was fantastic i i can't say anything bad about the acting in it i thought everybody was no, pretty no. spot on but you know delivered a great yeah 
you know, another Chekhov's gun. It, it was it was nice at one point. There, there's a cat in the in the vent, <laughs> which and, is a great setup. And then, for and then some yeah, and the neighbor made mention that the cat stuck up the vent, and as the the mom, the the dead eye, is trying to get back into the apartment because she's locked out, she hears the cat up there. Yep. So we get we realize right there, and again, easy. Yeah, there's a cat up there. That probably goes into the apartments. It's an air, it's an air vent. So she jumps up and climbs through. As this is going on inside the apartment, the sister has, is now sitting there listening to the tapes. Or she's listening to or not the tapes, the the records, listening to them backwards. We hear that the only way to really defeat this is decapitation of the complete and total body. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have to completely dismember. Yeah, completely dismember. Yep. Um, that's probably, I I mean, dude, probably the best scene in the movie because it really sets up the false sense of security. Yeah. Um, because now we have a uh, daughter has turned. And, and, and is they, in the apartment. Yep, yeah, the daughter's they, turned. They think that they have her defeated due to <laughs> the even younger daughter's little pike. So don't skip, we, again, you know, but either way, I, I, I have to give it to Devin. Yes. So setting it up again, Stephanie yeah. broke and yep. now, now is a big, uh, basically a stake yeah. at mm-hmm. this point. So they set that up perfectly as well for a great right. kill with that going through. And it makes you the think that, oh, head. she, she put that through her head. So then she's actually dead. They have her you tied know, up. As and, you would in any kind of like zombie type movie or something. Yep. And it's like, I think I tie her up just in case. Well, that call. doesn't matter. It was a good call, though. It was yeah, a good try. it was a good call. So, yeah. but they feel like it's. It definitely felt like they were in a safe enough space where she could listen to this record and they would find an out plan, <laughs> right? Yeah. In peace. But the problem is, as you said, there's that cat in the vents. Mm-hmm. Dead eyed Ellie hears it and she starts slinking her way up. And then I forget the daughter's name, so just say like you know, protest daughter. She comes slinking out, <laughs> still covered. Her, her name uh, was her name was uh, Beth, or Beth's the sister. Uh, Bridget, Bridget, Bridget. Yes, Bridget Danny, played the Danny and Bridget. Danny and Bridget. Yes, she so then played, Bridget comes yeah. out and like Danny. Danny thinks he's safe and he's not safe. Like it's just really well done. The uh, the play on the reflection as she's listening <laughs> and then looks up and sees it. Mm-hmm. It, it was great cin- cinematography. Yeah, it it was directed very well. It, it was it was fantastic. It, they really, really got you in. That was an edge of the seat kind of, and it was the turning point. I, I would probably the probably the end of Act Two. We're going into the final act at this point, and now now she's getting crazy. So the the mom's back inside with the rest of the family. Uh, the brother is fight is fighting the sister who's come back Just up. Just getting he, wrecked. Getting wrecked, and she it, he he's about to basically be dead. I um she's putting that machete right through his yeah. He, I, I'm pretty sure he just dies from that. But as that is happening, <laughs> he also turns on the stove and lights her on fire. Yeah, <laughs> and a great fire scene. So that that is fantastic. So we can assume they're both dead. The the young daughter in this this mayhem. She crawled under the couch again. Chekhov's gun. She had put scissors. She hit scissors under there earlier in the movie. 
the mom is fighting her sister, so the Deadite's fighting Beth. They come into the living room. She slides her the scissors and puts it right through her nostril. Yeah, right on the money. <laughs> and it just and she just stops. Yeah. So now they have she gets to buy time. Yeah. So so she stops. She's she's dead. We've seen the, we have seen this in other Evil Dead movies. It, you know, like it, it kind of just like stops the brain, but it it takes some time to maybe just regenerate, and uh, you know, eventually it kind of the the dead comes back, the deadite part. So so they're getting out of there. They're going to try and figure out how we're going to get out of this place, and the only option at this point is to go through the elevator. <laughs> so. They don't want to, but they decide they're going to go through the elevator. The doors won't close. What did you, the, did you mention? Sister, like as they're trying to get into the other apartment, that's where the rest of the yeah, dead. That's what I, I was just going to say. Like, yeah. Give it, Joe. Yeah. So, you know, you have this feeling, which is like, oh, there's that abandoned apartment that can get to the fire escape, but they can't get the lock off. <laughs> Everybody else starts waking up. And as you do in evil dead fashion. Yep. So now there's a bunch of deadites. And one woman and one child. And and one woman and one child. So the the lead deadite, which is the mother, comes out and we see the Book of the Dead. It flips to this this entanglement with <laughs> one head and then all these arms and uh, maybe it was three heads and all these arms. It was a very mm-hmm. weird um kind of creature and we see the brother come out and we see the sister come out all charred and they combined with the mother into a, a multifaceted uh, armed legged being a pretty pretty kind of cool spidery yeah three headed deadite spider yeah it, it, yeah. it was neat different a uh, different kind of creature that um, I don't think we've seen in any of the other that's something you would see in like Ash versus Evil Dead. Yes, yeah, so it would be like a one, it would be like a one-off yeah, uh, I see. bad guy in like some random episode. I yeah. have a different take on that, Steve. I, that my take on the living thing that the, like the organism that was the mom sprouted out from sure. her family. It's just like I'm sure there's some kind of symbolism and I'm sure that's very intentional by the filmmaker but I think that that's to get people like you to buy the toy of whatever the hell that yeah, thing is. That's possible as well. Good move. Yeah. You know? Uh, you know? I, and I, I'm and just they, saying. And, they, and if this movie does well enough, it'll exist. Yes. Uh, that, that, so that's a good point. I, I'm, I'm actually interested if they're going to... You know, I'm just interested if they're going to put that out. I will say that would be something I would not buy. Okay. Um, yeah, you know, you're, you're sitting in the. This is the first time we're recording from the the Keystone, Keystone Retro, Retro Studios, Studio, baby. And it there's not a lot of room left in this joint, so <laughs> that that's but the that's the hard part. We, we got, got a bit of ambient lighting going though. Got a multiple yeah. Ecto ones. I'm a fan of that. We have uh, you had brought out for our viewing pleasure the Evil Dead, and I might note, Steve, going back to one of our previous podcasts, that does not. So it's an Evil Dead NECA toy. It's Ash, but if you look at the cover, that blue old Evil Dead cover with the chick coming out of the ground and the hand up, no paper crease. Yeah, it doesn't have no the poster the, fold. the uh, distress. Yeah. Yeah. Which is interesting. So that's the first thing I've seen. Evil Dead branding is that toy that doesn't have the crumpled up, uh, like the paper crease. poster creases. Yeah. yeah, interesting. So, but yeah, so but, there you go. But yeah, so I if if I could for a second before we get to what that final act. Yeah, is that, yeah, that, this Pennywise is kind of our, our uh, act spider. Our, our act. Okay, thank you. That that is what I was not 
connecting it to it did feel very yeah pennywise spider-esque thank you that, that <laughs> i'm like this feels familiar i i feel like i've seen this before because and they also do have that you can get that pennywise spider as a as a neca well of so, course you can yeah because why not <laughs> why wouldn't they so the so we'll, we'll take it to our sponsors but no <laughs> eddie but no, but so I think that before we get to the Pennywise spider type ending um, and we can go through the gallons of blood used for that, I just wanted to say this, these two Evil Dead films, Evil Dead 2013 and Evil Dead Rise that we just saw, we've come a long way and we're going to have to not talk Evil Dead for a while on the Red River Horror Podcast because we've done a lot of it and I've had a lot of fun kind of revisiting all of it. This, for me, these two films together, the, the, the streaming era Evil Deads, have really brought the kind of filmmaking that I like into a property that I like. So, if you guys were big into the zombie and some of like the goofiness, some of the silliness over-the-top slapstick-type humor. That's the stuff that, as an older person and, like, where I am and how I view film now, it's like, all right, like, I can... I like it because it's the Evil Dead, but I'm not really yeah. in the mood for something like that. These two Evil Dead films are the tone that I like. Like, Evil Dead Rise was right in... Like, it's, it's, it's scary. It's paced properly. Yeah. Um, but it's still... What I think it's... It's a proper throwback to to its its source material um i'm trying to I think agree. of something like so the mom's in the hallway and she's clearly she's a deadite she's the head deadite like she's the one that's first possessed as she's strung up in the elevator this is the first time in an evil dead film that like it can be goofy when you watch the old one so it's just like oh my gosh is ash going to like like ash don't hurt me like i'm your girlfriend's like no you're really possessed and you're yeah. like you're going to kill me she's like this is the first time that emotion comes out so this little girl is looking through the people at her mom uh -huh. And you really feel it. Like you actually feel the weight of that moment. You're like, oh my gosh, like this, if you were faced with this as a little kid, it's like she's looking at her mom outside, but she knows something's not right. We can see visually that something's not right. So instead of it being goofy and the, and the girl chained up um, with, with, the, with the, the trap door in the cabin from the original Evil Dead where it's like, ah! <laughs> mm. <laughs> it's like instead of the, that the deadite witch you know yeah. I think it, yeah, this is this is a mom and her daughter and the daughter is young and has to decide oh my gosh do i want to like i don't want to lose my mom that's my mom talking to me but yeah. we all know just like no like little girl this is serious this is heavy this is bad you will get hurt and she cracks the door and that's what happens uh, as joe said the, yeah. the little girl survives but but that's a moment that's a real dramatic moment with nothing so, a hug from you can't fix that, <laughs> that doesn't exist in a lot of the other property of this yes that's and, right and i i do think that goes back a bit and ties into what i was saying of the mom and that and that head deadite l l uh, ellie I think carrying the movie more than Beth, who is the 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 lead. Yes, um, I, I I think that goes right back to it. It's like because it's the first time that 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 head deadite really has an emotional connection to everyone else in this movie. 
Um, I, For sure, I, there's I, a lot on the line with what happens to her. Like it's yeah. not, it's not funny. It's not fistful of boomstick. Let's like sh- let's go shoot them up and dismember yeah. some some deadites. It's like no, this is the mom, and they, they, they this family has to decide how to deal with that. It's sad. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, that's my that's my so little before daughter, we get so to the, the final act. Here. So and with that, she has one more. The daughter has one more of that same feeling, which is. She sees the keys that, and that is what's stopping for the elevator from closing. Right, and she sees her mom and her siblings, and they're becoming this this it type spider, uh, multi armed, legged, multi headed thing. And the daughter grabs the keys, and it lets the elevator close. And from there, you know, <laughs> I don't know what they thought was going to happen. Well, they're but they're trying to make th- their way downstairs. Th- I. I <laughs> the powers out in the building yeah i don't know what they thought they were going to do from here <laughs> but um all of a sudden the electricity comes on in, the, in this <laughs> elevator which yeah I, i'm in my seat I, sh- I shook my head so hard no uh, it's like nope nope you don't want to hit any of those buttons and before they can even hit those buttons the buttons start filling up with blood yep as does the entire elevator so we got this great gory entire elevator full of blood <laughs> that is rising to the top. The spider is, is going to come in and try and get them from the from the, the top of the elevator, the you know, the classic you can pop it off and somehow get into the elevator shaft that I've never seen in real life myself ever but in every movie you can get into the elevator shaft just by popping off a one panel and you thought that was coming did did you Uh, think that was coming the panel the the one panel yeah yeah, 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 yeah. i knew it was coming yeah it's like yeah there's one panel of course they're gonna be able to get in here (laughs) and it is filling up with blood and they they do this a little quick ominous this holds up to 900 pounds and from there you had the drop of the entire elevator full of blood all the way to the basement blood comes pouring out of the elevator a fantastic fantastic scene i i thought that was a great just a great visual really gory felt like ash versus evil dead it it felt again like over the top slapsticky a little little uh Shining-esque with, sure. with the elevator, but I, I thought it was a good a good add. To it was movie. it was excessive, but it need like it's still an Evil excessive. Dead film. No, I'm saying like it's it's an Evil Dead film. It's like okay, now here we are. Here's the final battle. Did you think that up to this point, like if you felt like me, all that emotion is just like, don't worry, we've got a chainsaw, we've got a wood chipper, we're good. Like we're ready to rock. Yeah, here. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's I mean that's how it's set it up. I mean. I not gonna lie, I had a few chuckles with the elevator full of blood and the way it unleashed. I could think of trees. I think it's Treehouse of Horror five or six, where they go to Mister Burns' mansion and the elevator opens and all the blood comes out. And he's like, "That's odd." <laughs> the blood usually gets off at the fifth floor or something like that. <laughs> so, yeah, so they get flushed out of the elevator. You know, tons of blood. Very Evil Dead. Um, you know, lived up to what I was. You know what. I thought was not going to be there. They made sure it was um, definitely no, no lit downs there. Uh, then we have, Oh, well you got to be full. Like the only way to defeat them is with full body dismemberment. Well, luckily there's a wood chipper there. Yep. <laughs> so it was all perfectly set up. Um, 
We got a, a nice Buick that they get into. So yep. they get they get into the Buick. Yeah. Um, Once again, it does like another like cinema thing. Like I, I'll just say cinema sitting that just always bothers me is like it has you leaving, leaving you guessing what fucking year is it? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Even though it's definitely now, but yeah. it's like she's driving a forty-year-old car. Yeah, that, I mean that's like it, it was like a Buick from. The, and it looks like the, an eighty station. Yeah, I mean maybe early nineties, but still maybe. it's a still it's a thirty year old vehicle. But the kid had a laptop as part of his DJ setup. No, it's, it was and, definitely and, the, and, was and at the very beginning he's flying a drone. Yeah, so it, it, it's oh, very yeah. much supposed to be it's, now. But it's twenty twenty three. But it's also it's also well you know they're yeah. poor, they're poor. So she she's <laughs> nickel and dime in a yeah. Buick from nineteen ninety three. Right. That's that's where that's where it comes through. It's like yeah. oh they're poor and hip blah 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 blah. Yeah, that's why his speaker are super old blah, 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 blah. Yeah, yeah whatever okay it's anyway, a little unnecessary it's, it, it's it is what it is it's fine the the deadite portion of it it was just fantastic but ultimately uh what i saw is a kind of a weak finish so i don't know about you guys but um is it opening up to an expanded world within this i don't think so uh, maybe there'll be something that'll go directly to streaming. I definitely don't see another theatrical release coming out of this Evil Dead. Um, but with that being said, I'm going to say if there was any way, I would rather see more movies like this rather than remakes or re- like ah, this was not a remake. Yep. It's a complete like taking the main idea. Like, I guess you could say a revisioning, but not not full on. It was it was unique use of the IP. The IP, yeah, yeah. So I agree. It, well, it's, it's very very just like a a new take. In in, in my opinion, um, I do want to note that there is a Bruce Campbell cameo in this movie. So where did he sneak in? He had a voice cameo, and he is actually on one of the recordings. Okay. It is is Bruce Campbell's. So it's not it is not uh Ash or anything. And I'm looking on the Wikipedia right now. It's called The Book of the Dead for a reason is one of is where it is. So when they're at the very end of the first like recording, mm-hmm. goes, it's called The Book of the Dead for a reason. That's Bruce Campbell. <laughs> yes. Yeah. See, all right. Yeah, I mean, so they did the little fan service with the chainsaw and then her picking up the chainsaw at the end and it was like Okay, whatever. Um, the writer considers it to be a time-displaced Ash Williams. So, there, he is actually saying that it is supposed to be Ash somewhere in time. I don't. No, I don't think, that, not, I don't think that'll hold water we, anywhere. Joe, do you mind to, if I interrupt your thought here? Go for it. I'm t- you know what I'm tired of in, in horror? This is... And I'm going to get my ass kicked by Kane Hodder for this, okay? So, <laughs> technically, I'm tired of people saying they've played a part when they haven't. So Kane Hodder in Jason Goes to Hell is the Freddy glove that comes out of the ground to grab Jason's mask to pull it down. So therefore, Kane Hodder and fans of Friday the 13th believe that Kane Hodder has, well, so he's played Jason and he's played Freddy. So so now he should play Michael Myers. It's just like, no, I don't accept no. I don't accept the Bruce Campbell. It's just like, well, that could be Ash in time. It's just like, no, no, it's freaking not. Like, stop. Like, I'm, no, no, no. It's, it's like false. It's just adding. It's adding Easter egg for adding 
Easter egg. That's for the YouTubers, yeah. but right? But also, wasn't yeah. Kane, Kane Hodder was Jason in that movie, wasn't he? Oh, he was. So he they was. just needed a hand to yeah. do it. So right. Yes. Yeah. They weren't gonna. They weren't gonna call but, up Robert England and be like, "Hey, man, what are you doing? Can we just <laughs> use your hand, your arm, right. real quick?" But it's like, that's what um, I'm trying to think. I don't know if it's ever happened with Halloween. I don't think so. The only thing in Halloween 78 was Tony Moran plays the unmasked Michael Myers when Jamie Lee Curtis left the mask up. Uh-huh. It's his face. But throughout the movie, it's Nick Castle actually playing him. Playing him. Yeah. So it's not, I guess I can't say that there's something there. But there's this trend of just... Uh, Dar- Darth Vader, James right. Jones, like yeah. So, like, are we saying, well, Ash technically is in the film? I feel like that's, like, for the YouTube people. Yes. Like, that's for the people that the, with it, the YouTubers. It is, it, it's in a coming com- up on Watch Mojo. Yes. <laughs> Cameos it, you didn't know happened. Right, right. You didn't know happened. In, in 2023, uh, director and writer of the movie, right. Evil Dead Rise, stated that he <laughs> believes this is Ash displaced in a different timeline. Because I can tell you... Though, Maybe we have some, some <laughs> Ash exactly. crazy adventure coming up in the next installment. That's well, that's if, exactly it, but I'm, that's, I'm not thinking about... If, if, if I hear that in that moment, I'm not thinking about freaking Ash in no, time. If no. we were at a convention and someone was just like, well, it is canon because Ash's voice on the record i will turn around and take a shit on their table <laughs> like, we're not doing this this canon we yeah. at red river horror we don't engage in this okay this is what we're this is a cut above with this i don't i i don't get this no kane hotter didn't play freddie and no ash williams is not in evil dead rise he's just not even if the freaking director himself said well that could be ash in time when you're watching that part when they play the record for the first time in that movie the last thing on your mind is where the hell is Bruce Campbell? Exactly. Where's Ash? Exactly. Yeah. Like, come on. But I will say, cool. They got him in there. Little voice cam. Sure. Neat. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And, uh, and I like how Devin was saying. He's just like, I kept. Was that what did you say or did Devin say? It was just like every time they kept calling. Oh, that was me. Like, yeah. They kept calling because <laughs> yeah. she's a groupie. Is what they call this yeah. sister. And they kept calling her a groupie. And every time it would be like, Yeah, you done groovy. And I'm like. They keep saying groovy. She did get that that one nice um, come and get some line out with the shotgun. That was nice. A little, you know, that one quick homage. Um, Obviously, the shotgun itself and the and the chainsaw are an homage to to Ash as well. She she hurt her hand at one point. She Uh, hurt her hand right away. Yeah, oh yeah, I guess that was pretty early in the movie. That was the that was the first one of the first. Her hands was one of the first casualties with the uh, the sister. But she (laughs) she goes she's goes walking out with that chainsaw at the very end there. Yeah, Um, and that's the that's the last that we see of them. Yeah. So um, just no. It it pans to a keychain in the car. And and that would be the I would say the end of the movie, and then we have a quick little how little it, epilogue. How it ties into the yes. beginning, which is a another tenant who lives on the fifth floor, goes and, down and and she is in the basement, and she's getting ready to leave to go to the lake, yep. which is where they were going. You see her that she's facetiming again, putting us in in current day. Yeah, um, she had some sort of like nice car too, but. She is FaceTiming with her friend, who is the friend from the beginning of the movie that was the cousin that we met for about 30 30 seconds to to four minutes. Yeah. And she looks back and just sees the Buick there covered in blood, 
the entire ground covered in blood, every, all the remnants of the night before. And she goes and she looks at it and she screams. And the camera's moving and, and something's coming at her. And we get that, that classic camera and she gets possessed and scene and, yep. and movie. I thought it's good. I think it leaves it open. Uh, they could easily pick up and uh, do the entire, entire cabin. As a, as a movie, if they wanted to, I don't know. I don't know how much compellingness there would be there. I'm sure they could write something. Well, I think they covered the cabin pretty quick. I, Gabby, um, I mean, there's there's going to be a whole weekend of it. Um, oh, I guess you know. I guess that's that's when she rises at the end. So it, it would have to be yeah. after after the doc scene at the very beginning for it to even really yeah. be in, enthralling in any way, shape, or form. All right, guys, it is time to give the boat some Joe. We do have to get a sounder. When we're talking reviews, because we haven't done a review type thing in a boat, little while, boat, 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 we're talking boats. reviews. We, we got to get a boat sounder. So we'll, we'll figure it out. Yeah, we got to get boats. Well, you're going to, and it can't be, you're going to need your bigger boat. It's not going to be that. All right. <laughs> and that's not a knock to Jaws. I'm just saying, how many other shows use, you're going to need a bigger boat? <laughs> no. No. The, uh, <laughs> no the, cha- the challenge here is we if we're not no halves no halves no halves on red river that's the that's the problem with me for this is Mm -hmm. um just the ending really uh overall hurt it for me okay um i enjoyed it wouldn't watch it again it's a two out of five boats whoa two yeah So, and I don't, I, I, it's like the thing where there's no halves. I just, it's, it's worth one watch, but I, I've really, wow. it's not one where I'd be like, oh yeah, it's great. And I'm like, you know, it, 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 it was good. Coming out of the gate with a shocker, Joe. I'm, I'm, yeah. He just blew me to the wall the way I, a dead eye I have, so, I have no desire to ever. Wow. I'm going to go to the other end. Okay. And again, boats are hard. And mm-hmm. with, and with that, I have to give it a four out of five. Mm-hmm. On my end, I think it'd be a three-five, and just throwing it out there real quick. But I, mm-hmm. I have to give it a four-five, okay? Because I don't think it's a three for me. It, it, it's more of a four for me than it was a three. Okay. I don't think the. I think the ending left a lot to be desired. I can kind of fantasy book this of all right, maybe we'll go if this does well, we go into another movie and she's the main person. It's her raising this this daughter and you know, oh maybe God. maybe there's something there. I don't I know. I, you already that's, talked about that's how much just you know. That's why we're like at it. a two. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm I, interested to see how, if they can move this forward. And that and that is why I'm giving it a four. I'm being optimistic. I am going to I'm gonna go see it with my wife. Most likely again on Tuesday. If I mean, it'll if, be if on it HBO wasn't Max in a week, I was gonna say if she actually really wants to go to the theaters. Yeah, I you know. Well, you you had disclosed in in a previous Evil Dead episode here at Red River Heart that was one of your date movies. It was the, for the twenty thirteen. It, it, it was so, so, so you might there's have also to. that. Yeah, like, come on. Yeah, and it's also two, it's also six dollar Tuesdays. Uh, you mm-hmm. can get you can get in there. You can see a movie at the Movie Tavern in Flowertown, Pennsylvania. It's a great spot. You can get beers. You can get food. You can get all that good stuff. But Tuesdays they have twenty percent off concessions. They have six dollar movies and half price of like their up 
thing. So basically like their hey, hey now. Uh, RPX, I think they call it Super Screen Deluxe or something like that. You get half price on those. So okay. you can go see a movie for seven bucks on a Tuesday night, mm-hmm. uh, 20% off food. Nice. You, know, you can have a nice little dinner if okay. you want. All I mean, right. It's... it's, it's movie theater food it's it's like going to applebee's but whatever you know, yeah it is what it is you know what you're getting into it's not a bad deal no mm. so I, i'm giving it a four four all four right out of five two out of five and eddie here you go all right so because there's no halves at red river horror it makes it hard uh if there was a half i would usually go 3.5 but this to me is a solid three if if evil dead could stay in this direction if you can give me a film like the 2013 evil dead which for me i haven't written it at the site yet for me the 2013 evil dead would be a four so this would be a three and and not because it's a degradation of quality if you can give me a film like those two evil dead films for someone like me all right and then the people that are Army of Darkness like fans, like you got, like with the big, the, the 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 big production and a lot of like blood and people getting smattered across the screen and Bruce Campbell and yeah. stuff. If you can give that fan something else in between, if you make the movies like this and everything else like what people the other side of what people appreciate about the Evil Dead, I can totally live in this world. The two worlds exist. I'm I'm digging these movies. I'm glad it, it took 10 years. Um, but to be fair, why it's not a four and it is a three is because I, I don't see why we needed the beginning, mm. the cold open, other than to give us that really cool title, Evil Dead Rise. Because the ending's so poorly planned and written. Yeah. It's just that, that was the ending. <laughs> that's to we, make up yeah. for the shitty ending that they uh, had yeah. in place with the fan. Yeah, that's so, fair. So, so that's what I'm So that to me, the whole thing at the lake wasn't really necessary. Like, and also too, if we're setting something in Los Angeles and this is if this is the Necronomicon, the Book of the Dead, or something like that. How the hell did it get from a cabin in Michigan to Los Angeles? The lake scene doesn't do anything to set that up. Like it's just useless because they don't have the balls to kill the kid or have the kid be possessed and kill Beth. It's mm-hmm. all that w- random woman from the beginning is the one who gets the ending Ash treatment. Whereas it should have been the other way around. If you just nix the little girl, mm-hmm. just get rid of her, right? They, you could have had the son be the one who opens the door slightly. It would have been fine. Right. She was useless, pointless. Uh-huh. It, that's just the one thing. That's what knocked it down a peg for me. Yeah. It's like, wanted to catch you by the heartstrings. I don't need that. It's not for me. But it's like, it would have been better. It's like, you know, Beth finally kills off the three-headed monster of what was the family. She picks up the chainsaw. And then she screams, end of movie. Just uh, like okay. the original Evil Dead would have been perfect. I got but you. nope, we had to be like, you're going to be okay, little girl. You don't need to be there. There is no reason for her to be there. It's just, it was there. So, poorly written, well executed. And that's why it was a two out of five. Well, well either either way, the the aggregate score is a three. Is a, is a three. And that's hey. Which I, I think is I think is a fair. Um, and that's not to say there's anything bad about it. I, I mean, my I always, my scale. I think I talked about it the last time is a three is I will go see it again. A four is I'd like to see it again, and I'm going to tell people about it. And I I think I this is a movie I will tell people they should see just personally yeah. and a five is like 
I'm going to watch it again tonight. How can I go yeah. see this movie again right well, the this second? Well, the thing is with Red so River three, Har, I, you know, I, with, I, if, you're, if you're going to give something a five on Red River Hard, like, that's fine if we do it in podcast form. But if we're going to go, if someone's going to say, I'm writing a piece, like, I love this movie so much, I'm writing a piece and I'm reviewing this film, and it's going to be a five. That, if you're getting five boats, it has to clear everybody at the site. I, I think, because yeah, the thing I think is, that's a good, a good policy. A five is Psycho. A five is The Shining. A five is, like, The Exorcist. Like, we're talking some serious, serious weight that a five, like, that's why I don't do halves. Because you really, if you're going to do a five, it better be this generation yeah, a, four, a four or five is a, a can be a cop out yeah yeah i, I want to tell i want to say this is a perfect film but i'm not completely sold on this being a perfect film eh, yeah four or five it's, yeah. a, it's kind of a cop out score yeah 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 so that's just that's my beef is my own thing i would it's not something where i'd say oh nobody would even bother watching it's definitely worth a watch um it's not worth me watching again mm. Um, and that's it's, where that's where I leave leave it at that. I will watch it again with my wife. Yeah. Will I watch it much after that? Probably not. Will Will I catch it when it might possibly be on HBO or something like that? And and I'm scrolling through the channels at my parents on a weekend that I have nothing else going on. Yeah. yeah. Possibly, I'll probably dig this out over an Evil Dead weekend. So, oh, that's a they, yeah. So, like the Friday night will be the fun. The original Evil Dead, Evil Dead Two. I'm gonna see some some limbs get hacked off and people like it's gonna be funny. We're gonna have some fun, eat some pizza. Saturday night might be the more serious night. I'll do the 2013 and then this one. The, the like that's where I in how I roll my situation, that's what I would do. Like Friday nights for fun. Saturday nights, if I want to, it's just like, Oh, okay. Like if you heard this is really good and then you, you take a chance and watch it, like, Oh my gosh, that it comes at night. They'll depress the hell out of you. I won't watch that movie ever again. But if I'm going to watch a movie like that and try it out for the first time, it's going to be Saturday night. So if I'm doing an evil dead weekend, we'll do the fun stuff on Friday, the more serious stuff on Saturday. All uh, right. I like your moves. Yeah. Well, I think that I think Ooh. that wraps up Evil Dead talk for that, uh, for a big week. We, <laughs> yeah, you got you got three episodes this week. Uh, well, this will come out uh, Monday. Uh, I'm, yeah. I'm assuming. Yep. Oh, yeah. So hey, that that's that's the way the cookie crumbles. <laughs> we <laughs> three episodes of Evil Dead. At, you know, hey. Check it out. Let us know for yourself. You find us on all of our socials at Red River Horror. I've been your host, Joe Zakreski. Steve Feast, thanks as always for joining us. Of course. Us. Thanks for having me. Always a pleasure. Eddie, anything else for the people? No, Joe, it's just it was a pleasure revisiting Evil Dead with you. We, we This goes back a ways for us. This started a long time ago. You know, it was it, it was a lot of fun thinking VHS, thinking DVD, the poster, the, the, the all the artwork, Steve bringing the collectibles. I'm just, it was fun to take this journey. Uh, and I'm, I'm glad we got to, I'm glad we got to do it together, brother. Absolutely. Right back at you. So, Hey, it's been, it's been a lot of fun. This has been episode number 94 of the Red River Horror Podcast. And remember as always to keep traveling those channels of fear. Hail to the King, baby.